everybody, welcome back to Batman News Weekly. This is episode 85 in year two. And I would say we got not really much to talk about, but we'll probably push this to two hours anyways. It's because it's what we do here. But we do have, flat to start off this just with something interesting, we have Flash news, I guess, kind of? I mean, there's not... Yes and no. Yeah. Like, this is... It's so funny how people are so fixated on this movie now that it has been confirmed, quote unquote, mm-hmm. uh, that this is basically going to be a Batman movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, beforehand, it was just like this thing was in development hell, right? But now yeah. that now that Batman is attached to this film, everybody's like, oh, my God, like every everything that drops. We we got a writer. We got a director. We got a production date. We You know, all these different things. And people are freaking out about it. So now production has officially started yeah uh, my source was cbr but their their source was deadline so deadline is yeah. usually pretty reputable and they're saying yeah production has started uh we saw a very grain of salt thing on reddit of somebody who was like this batmobile has been seen on set but it was like a super up close photo of michael michael keaton's batmobile yeah which I and the like... reason the reason why that needed to be confirmed, mm-hmm. kind of, is for the fact I don't know if you read this uh, in in earlier weeks, um, in past weeks, uh, Keaton was telling uh, uh, interviewers basically yeah. like, "Hey, I'm not sure if this whole Flash thing is going to happen," and so people were freaking out. Oh man, Keaton's not going to be a part of it. Keaton's not going to be a part of it. Yeah, but he more so was talking about the fact that like, hey. I'm here in England. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the go ahead because he is higher up in age. He wants to stay safe. He wants to social distance. He wants to do all of that. Yeah. And he was just wanting to know like, Hey, if, if England fucking just like decides to shut the fuck down, then I can't do shit. So we got to get this going basically. So he's all in good health. He's still pushed for the movie. And so hopefully we will start seeing set photos maybe of him and Urza uh, sharing some scenes together. Yeah, it'd be very interesting. With this like uh, very grain of salt photo, uh, a friend of mine was saying, man, wouldn't that be some shit that he actually couldn't do the movie? And the only cameo we get of Michael Keaton's Batman is the Batmobile. And it's just assumed that he's driving it. Oh, that would suck. Yeah. Because again, I I still don't think Ben Affleck's in this movie. It's I I don't know. I honestly don't know. We haven't um, heard shit. We haven't heard anything of Ben Affleck other than the fact that he's going to be in this movie. Yeah. And a lot of people have said that that was just WB's deterrent of Ray Fisher's allegations and, mm-hmm. and slander and all of that, throwing that news out there so it would shut people up. Yeah. If it was, I totally see why they did it, because that has grown traction and has been a huge headache for them. But also, if you've been keeping up with Ben Affleck's career, he has like six projects in the can, like basically like up for production in the next like two and a half years. So he has a full slate of stuff to do. And unless it's just going to be like, hey, I'm Batman kind of cameo, Mm -hmm. like I don't see him being in this movie. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if if they do a Flash thing where it's just 
Barry's running through the Speed Force and like, oh, look over there. Hey, it's Ben Affleck in a bat suit. And then that's it. Yeah. And it's just probably footage of him like punching Superman or something like that. Like they would just throw that in there. Like, oh, we already have stock footage of this. It's something we didn't use in BBS or whatever. Yeah. We'll just throw it in there. So it looks like it's new, you know? Um, yeah, because that is the one thing that I have not heard from in so long is Ben Affleck being in this movie. I mean, Supergirl's going to be in it, apparently. Um, I don't know if there's going to be cameos from any of the other heroes. I did see that Ray Fisher was like, I still so- hope something can work out and I can be in the movie, but Hamada's not going to go anywhere, so he's not going to be in it unless he's just yeah. going to you know, back off that stance. And I don't want to go too much into this because it'll just consume the episode again, but he has also stated, like, is if Hamada apologizes, then, like, the grass is green again. Like, yeah. hey, all you need is apology because of what you did, and we're good. And there hasn't been a public apology, so we can yeah. assume that there hasn't been an apology at all. But I I don't know. Like, does does the movie make sense without a cyborg? Like, in my mind, it's Flashpoint, so it can make sense without cyborg. Yeah. I but, mean, like... Yeah, I mean... You're not going to have, I doubt you're going to have Superman in it. So, like, they're not doing Flashpoint. This is their own version of Flashpoint. So, like, it doesn't matter. You don't need Cyborg. And, like, they're doing two fucking Batmans if Ben Affleck's in this. So, like, of course they're doing whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it would have been nice because it seemed like that was going to be, like, a bro-type thing. And maybe, like, depending on if you were going with josh sweden's like thing as canon then you could have done this whole like barry doesn't really know a lot about what's going on and cyborg could have like mentored him he's like dude the mother box is telling me this and blah 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 or the mother box is picking up on this and then they could have worked out this thing together yeah the early the early the early scripts had it like as like a uh buddy road trip movie like a like not so funny. Well, I, I say not so funny, but not not comparatively to like Bill and Ted, but like basically yeah. a Bill and Ted. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, do you have you noticed that that's been said about every DC movie? Buddy ever? Cop, like yeah, uh, fucking Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, uh, Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Well, like, I think the reason why, and this is this goes towards Anne Sarnoff's words herself, is that they are trying to catch up. They're trying to copy Marvel. Mm -hmm. They want a carbon copy of what Marvel's success is. They don't want to make anything their own. They want to be like, hey, what's the one good draw from Marvel? It's funny. Okay, let's be funny, people. Let's do it. Like, that's what they want to do. Yeah. I mean, again, but their successes aren't that. So the only success that was that was aquaman because there was funny moments but i will say the funny moments weren't what caught the film definitely and the thing is too like that that is those funny moments that are okay it's not like we're in this big war and this kraken is doing all this stuff and then somebody farts like you know that's marvel like marvel will fuck up a good scene for comedy like they're totally cool with it granted they didn't do it in endgame because well they did a little bit but like you know, Cap, if Cap would have been swinging that thing and then somebody came out and got in the way and accidentally got hit by the hammer, like, that would have been, like, just throw this movie in the trash. But luckily, 
the Russos didn't do that. Everybody else, I feel like the Russos just got a pass to do whatever they wanted. So they're like, you know what? We're going to do good shit. Everybody else can do the funny slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. Because Gunn did that, I think, a little too much in Guardians 2. Like, he had the cool Guardians moment, comment out of nowhere to hit what's-her-name. Um, so, like, yeah, I don't know. It's, everybody knows, if you've been to my live streams, I'm just not a big fan of the MCU. <laughs> so, although everybody tells me, Juice, you might like the fucking shows on Disney+. Plus. So, yeah, I don't know. I think... I think you would find Falcon and the Winter Soldier interesting. I think you would find some of the first episodes of WandaVision okay, uh, but I don't think you would really appreciate WandaVision until like the last episode. Mm. Like it, it yeah. you would you would WandaVision is a mixed bag for you, to be honest. I think that's what it would be. Yeah. I'd have to check. Um I mean, because I do I can appreciate weird. I mean, I love Doc- Doctor Who's one of my favorite shows of all time, and it's got some of the most crazy weirdness like you yeah. can have. So, like, I can definitely appreciate things, but it just depends on how you do it. It's all about comedic timing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And again, everybody, the the one fallback on all this thing, they're made for children, bro. But like, that, you know? that's what I mean. So, yeah. like, you're, you're like, hey, Marvel likes to ruin a moment for funny yeah. scenes. There's a couple of those in WandaVision. In WandaVision? All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I haven't watched anything on Disney+. Plus, and if I was going to start anything, it would be The Mandalorian first. So... 100 uh, percent. yeah so i wouldn't get any of that but anyways that's all we really have on the flash stuff is people are saying it started filming and we've been talking about we still won't believe it until we see set photos so we're just bringing you this hopefully we'll get some set photos very soon um but i haven't heard shit i'm surprised there hasn't been like big leaks about this or anything like yeah for Ezra sure. here but i think he lives in london anyways so yeah you know he's probably always there um, but jumping from one movie to a spinoff of a movie of the Batman, we got some more information, which more information on the Gotham spinoff, which I have to say, I expected this, but is also kind of disappointing that apparently the Gotham spinoff is going to be focused on James Gordon, which we already knew that Gordon was going to be a part of this. It just makes sense. Maybe he's not going to have a huge role in the Batman. So they're going to give him a lot more screen time in this show. Um, somebody said that they're, the tagline of this show is like, there are no good cops or something like that. Um, I don't know if that is going to be agenda type stuff going on with the current state of the world. But, you know, Gotham, it's a very good catch line for Gotham. Um, but apparently this is not going to follow Gotham Central. It's going so, to follow Gordon. Yeah, just Gordon. A lot of people... And I wanted to talk to you about this for sure, because a lot of people have even commented on the showrunner's Twitter Mm -hmm. saying, oh, thanks for giving us Gotham 2.0. What do you feel about that? Um, Look, when I see when I see the show bombarded by villains and a child Batman that cannot do anything and I see Gordon uh being able to survive anything and everything with the help of no batman then i will say gotham 2.0 you have to go a very long and then you also have to have three jokers uh riddler has to have the same storyline for multiple seasons and penguin has to rise fall rise fall rise fall so if you give me all of that (laughs) then yes i will say gotham 2.0 but i don't think hbo 
is going to do that. I think they're going to make a, I think they're going to do what Gotham should have originally been. And it should have been a show that focused on the GCPD and Gordon, but I don't think they're going to go hardcore into like the villains. What I think is going to happen is Matt Reeves has already said he has ideas for a trilogy. He's, of course, directors are always like, oh, well, I'm only doing this one because they're like, if this one fucking blows up and it's like a billion dollars, you're going to have to pay me big time to come back for the second one. Yeah. So like that's a tactic the directors do. So, but he has mentioned, oh yeah, I have ideas for a trilogy. So that means he already has his villains in mind as well. So he could be like, you cannot touch these, 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 and these, but everything else, I don't give a shit about. And he's also a showrunner or like co-showrunner or it's supposed producer to, or whatever. It's supposed to connect to the movie though. So wouldn't it be smart to be like, hey, you can touch this, but only at this capacity? Yes, but like the way you would do that is if like, say the sequel is going to have the Joker, which we've heard about, then you throw in a Joker Easter egg or something like that. You know what I mean? Okay. But yeah, your yeah. main villain is like, say, oh, we are not going to use Dollmaker. Dollmaker's on the board for you. Do that. You know what I mean? Or, hey, we're stupid and we're not going to use Scarecrow. So go ahead and use Scarecrow. You know what I mean? Like, please, for the love of God, use Two-Face in this show and do not put him in the damn movies. I do not want to see Two-Face again in the movies. I honestly don't want to see Joker again in these movies. But, like, for the most part, you ain't going to make a Batman trilogy without Joker. Totally understand that. But still, like, I hope that they actually pull out some characters. You could do, because I will say, one of the best things, some of the best things that Gotham did was Professor Pig, which that got a little convoluted, but Professor Pig was pretty awesome. And Mad Hatter was the best villain in that series. In the tone of what Matt Reeves' The Batman trailer is, mm -hmm. Professor Pig and the Mad Hatter would work so well. Yeah. The Mad Hatter might be a little more on the sci-fi, but... Still, you can make it very psychedelic. Yeah. Well, technically, the Mad Hatter, you it depends on how crazy do you want to go with the Mad Hatter. Do you want to go with the technology base that he's able to manipulate people that way? Or do you just want to make him the creepy, like, I kidnap young girls and make them be Alice? <laughs> I'm going to roofie these people. Because <laughs> you could easily go with that. You know what I mean? Like, just have a string of missing young girls. And yeah. then they all show up like dead or whatever with the Alice outfit on. And then you're looking for the Mad Hatter. And you could have like, if you, if there's a Mad Hatter gang, you could be like, yeah, we heard about this one girl going around the city. Uh, she's nicknamed the rabbit. You know what I mean? And then yeah. Gordon has to chase down the rabbit. So like you can do shit like that um, without it getting into hardcore sci-fi. You know what I mean? But, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, that's the only downside to Matt Reeves. There's no, oh, I know we haven't seen the movie. We haven't seen anything. But we know that he's, again, he's going the Nolan route. And he's like, I'm going to make this realistic. I'm like, man, fuck realistic Batman. Like, I just want comic book Batman. You know what I mean? And so, unfortunately, we're not going to, we're probably not going to get, like, Croc. Or, like, all of these crazier villains. Um, and that's unfortunate. Because I think you could do some, we're probably not probably not gonna get ivy you know what i mean like ivy would yeah. be awesome unless she's gonna be somebody that just works on plants and like you know does, does some stupid shit. poison you know yeah. the early on i don't care ivy. about that you know what i mean like yeah. don't even bring her in this so i would have to say that we are gonna get nothing but realistic villains in matt reeves's trilogy riddler joker 
Scarecrow, probably. Um, fucking who else? I mean, I, I hope not Two Face, but they might do that because you could just do the burns again. But then you're essentially just doing fucking Nolan's movies mm-hmm. again, and you don't need that. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, um, the interesting thing was that Brew Baker was the one that pretty much broke this news because he was calling around to people or he talked to somebody on the show that said like so are y'all doing you know you doing gotham central and they're like no this is like around gordon this is centering around gordon so i was like oh shit um like i just don't understand why they won't do it like why don't you follow gotham central like it's it's such anime a good, would do it it's such <laughs> a good story yeah it has i think the, it won awards if I'm it not won awards it has the cast so it has it has a cast for a TV series, mm-hmm. for an anthology, the way the book basically is, but it still follows a story. Yeah, like you you have plenty of characters to show conflict with each other, to show any love interests because there was a little bit of that in there. There is a legitimate good reason to follow that story, and nobody wants to do it. Yeah, yeah. But I wonder, I wonder for. And this is just some petty shit. But Brubaker recently, you, mm-hmm. you mentioned him recently. He was on a podcast, uh, a video podcast on YouTube where he basically was like, yeah, fuck Marvel. Like fuck he was Marvel. Yeah, he was. I think he was going after the big two on like how they are the worst two creators uh, whenever it comes to like how they pay and just how they treat them and like all these different things. And he was basically like just like he was having it out for for the for the two companies. Mm-hmm. So it may just be some really petty shit where DC's like, yeah, we don't want to give this guy money. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, but then again, like, yeah, I don't but, know, man. It's well, so actually, weird. you know what? I'm an idiot. Because, well, it was both of them. It was Brewbreaker and Rucka, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know about Brubaker. I know Rucka, he's been very, not, like, not nonchalant, but he hasn't cared about saying shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was, it was Rucka, if I'm not mistaken, that came out and was talking shit about, like, kind of like the current Batman runs. Um, yeah. And kind of saying they were not necessarily shit, but he was like, yeah, you have all this Batman, like, fucking people and stuff like that. You don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, that, like, but both, but both were writers on the series. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, I guess, I guess every show has to have a star, I guess, you mm-hmm. know, so you got to center around somebody, but, but I don't even, know. even still, like in Gotham Central, you could follow, uh, freaking Montoya. She was yeah. a huge part of that series. Yeah. For like she the first half. Lesbian. You get exactly. Diversity there. Yeah. You know, she's a person Lucky of color. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. so yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh it's you know what? It's exactly like Birds of Prey. You had the blueprint there. You had the blonde blue-eyed chick that could have been Black Canary. You had a person of color in Huntress and you had a fucking Harley Quinn and then you had fucking Montoya. Like it was a diverse cast that could have been comic book fucking accurate, but you're like, "No, no, no. We're going to do it our way." And you just fucked it up. You just fucked it up. Like it made no sense. Like I don't understand. That's that's the one thing that'll always puzzle me. Like, you didn't have to switch up the characters this time around. Like, I don't think anybody would have had a problem with um, Smollett being Huntress and kicking ass. I don't think anybody would have had a problem with that. No, I don't think think so either. You know, 
because it, it, at least it makes her a badass and she's not she's not the like oh i had problems and i'm under the the arm of a man you know what i mean like that yeah. storyline so yeah i don't know then again huntress was garbage in that movie anyways so it is what it is <laughs> but it's unfortunate because i love me some ramona flowers like she's amazing um i forget the actress's name but she's an amazing actress so just unfortunately that movie just i don't know i don't think they did those ladies right uh in my opinion um although it'd be cool to see them in suicide squad for just a random cameo so yeah yeah that's nice. true um anyways the only other thing we got is that's all the entertainment news i don't know what the have you got what's going on in batwoman have you been paying attention i have not had the chance to catch up yeah. and as i said last episode CW has slowly started just going downhill for even the people that absolutely 100% would die for it. Yeah. Um, it is starting to become absolute garbage. Yeah. I think the only cool thing to come out of it is I saw that somebody from the college that I'm currently going to mm-hmm. um, uh, actually got to write an episode of the flash this past nice. week. So nice. that's pretty cool. And it's like, yeah. Hey, I'm going to that school. I think that's really, really cool yeah. that, you know, people are living their dreams. But at the same time, I'm just like, yeah, but the show is still garbage. So it's just like, yeah, uh, that's like know? one of those things, right? <laughs> like you would get to. Yeah, it's like, would you rather not like uh, would you rather not accomplish your dreams and not be a part of a garbage show or be a part of a garbage show and accomplish your dreams. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like, fuck, you know, it's, it's insane. Everybody unfortunately has to start somewhere. And hopefully this just means she's going up in life and not just staying at the plateau of the flash. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's like, it's like the person that was probably the, cause I don't remember the creators exactly, but I don't think it's the real creator. But it's like, oh, my favorite show of all time is Dragon Ball Z. And they're like, hey, you want to work on this show called GT? <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh, you know, and now you're that shit oh, staying for the rest man. of your life. Um, but yeah, so that's that's totally nuts. Uh, but anyways, uh, we only have a little bit of comic book news uh, before we dive into comic reviews. And it looks like Batman's getting another series, everybody. And uh, this is Batman's Secret Files, which I, I hate the way they're doing this. I don't even know anything about it. I just so, saw Huntress on the cover. So Secret Files is not a new thing. It's it's no. not even a Batman thing. It is a DC thing. Harley had a Secret Files. Superman had a Secret Files. Black Canary had a Secret Files. Green Arrow had a Secret Files. They're actually just making this a series for Batman. It's going to be oh, Batman okay. Secret Files. And to be completely honest, I think it always should have been a Batman thing. Mm-hmm. Or not only a Batman thing. It should be an annual detective thing because he's a detective. His secret files on every character in the DC universe. I yeah. think that would be pretty cool, but they're going about this the wrong way. So the first issue is going to be uh, 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 the signal. It's going to be Batman secret files. The signal. number oh, one. Yeah. That's the entire title of the first one. Mm-hmm. The second issue is Batman secret files. The Huntress. Number one. Ew. Are they all one shots? They're all one shots. Uh, if you want to sell a good trade, keep it in continuity of like, hey, this is, and it's an anthology, so it doesn't have to connect. It doesn't need to make yeah. a real story. You just have literally Batman is looking through his files and is saying, oh, Huntress, this this reminds me of that time when, and then boom, 
go into the story of that secret file. Yeah. But that would be issue two. You make it into an actual anthology. Yeah. Because, yeah, the number one gives you sales or whatever. But you're like, if if somebody is saying, oh, this is like a, a series, but it's all going to be number ones. Yeah. Wait, what? So how do I know where to start? Oh, well, you can technically start wherever you want, but you're missing the first five issues. Well, how would I know that? Oh, well, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. See, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Again, I mean, I, w- I went to the uh, I went to Barnes and Noble again today to pick up another a manga. I bought Tokyo Ghoul number one because I hear that nice. series is different than the anime mm-hmm. and the anime after season two. I watched 10 minutes of season three and I was like, this is fucking garbage. So I never continued it. So I was like, let me see what the anime is or the manga is about. But yeah, they, you know, for something like My Hero, they have like five different series out and and it still goes one, two, three, four, five. Like it just goes in order. It's just like My Hero picnic dances or whatever the fuck these other things are. Yeah, like there's, there's and uh, like vigilantes and, and side missions and, yeah, and smash like and yeah, yeah. So there's like a bunch of stuff like that. So yeah, but it's still one through how many ever issues. And yeah, I think Secret Files should do that. Um, then again, we've noticed that it's, you know, it, it's all about sales and like number ones do sell and this and that. And, you know, that's part of consumer uh, patterns. But at the same time, it's just bad marketing. Like, um, because a lot of people, if you make that one, we've learned that if you make that first issue really good, people are like, oh, I want to collect this series. So, you know, just start off with the fucking banger issue and then tie them in together somehow. Like, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with you on that. But yeah, it's just the thing is, like, I will say it's probably better than Urban Legends. I don't know if you read Urban Legends this week, but I did. OK, so it's probably a better concept there if it is just one story of the signal, because I will say with Urban Legends, I only read the Red Hood story and I don't give a fuck about the rest. Same. So, you know, that's probably um, good for them to at least do that. But again, there's just there's so much Batman right now. Like and it's unfortunate. Did you see that fucking Mora is doing the Fortnite covers? And he has Batman and Catwoman on it. And I'm just like, it looks so good, but I would never buy it. Yeah. And at the same time, it's like we're not going to see that in his current run. I don't think we are. Because Tynan's like, nope, we're not doing any of that stuff. So, like, it's unfortunate, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, that's it for news. But we might as well just jump over to Legends real quick, because uh, it's short. What did you What did you think of Legends? I actually really, really like this. Um, again, this just... The Chip Zdarsky's writing, I really hope he's able to do something a little bit more than just, like, this small, you know, however many pages of Red Hood. Yeah. that he's been getting but i enjoyed it you know this getting the insight on jason you know a lot of people i would assume you included are almost with with characters that we know so much about and have so much mystery with their childhood or yeah. with their backstory may not want this story because mm-hmm. then you attach too much to him and you're just like oh well that doesn't make sense for where he was this I feel like still makes sense to where he was when Batman found him, you know, Um, having him as a child and dude, Chip gets Batman. 
the moment yeah. where he just, where he crashes the fucking van and like the entire street just goes black. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. Fucking chills. That was like cool. I haven't seen a Batman moment like that in years. And yeah, it no. felt so good. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um and that's one of the I will say like that was a cool moment. I don't know if I like the execution of the paneling with the bat symbol and stuff like it was interesting but it that wasn't. was a little bit more of just like hey let's make this look cool you know yeah. but the sequence itself was really cool yeah and then uh i mean the story itself I i'm liking where it's going you know what i mean but i i still hate his his suit like this red hood suit i've never liked it like the mask, he looks like fucking Sub Zero. Yeah, the Mortal Kombat mask. Yeah. So I've never been a big fan of it. Um, we get like another just typical Batman Red Hood scuffle, and he ends up getting saved by the kid, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and, the kid uh, tells him like, "Hey, stop being mean to him" or whatever. Yeah. So if I'm interested to see where this is gonna go, um, I don't know if Batman. I, I mean, I already said my piece on this. I think Red Hood should go to the Suicide Squad. I think that would be really cool. But for the most part, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm enjoying what Red. I mean, what Chip Zdarsky is doing here because I thought that was a cool Batman moment, and I'm excited to see. I mean, again though, like if this is current continuity, if we're if we're even pretending continuity is a thing, this is the second. This guy's dead apparently. I think I don't think they've even this. I think this guy's like fully dead. Mm -hmm. So that means Red Hood has killed somebody else. It would just be very weird. And this is something I'm going to talk about when we talk about Jokers, too. But if this is also somehow in line with uh, three Jokers. This is the second person Red Hood has killed and there's no consequences for it. And let's not forget that he shot Penguin in the face. Yeah. So, like, at that point, it's getting a little kind of ridiculous. I mean, the consequence to that was Batman literally beating the shit yeah. out of him. So there was that. There was there was. A reaction for that for sure there hasn't been a reaction for anything else yeah so i'm interested to see where chip's gonna take this but for the most part yeah i'm interested in it so uh i'll keep definitely keep reading that well actually okay this may be a fourth incident because i even forgot um there's of course the kid's father that red hood killed yeah but then when jason was a kid he pushed the dude down the stairs but i understand that's something yeah. that batman doesn't really know about yeah for sure but still like you're 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 making jason like like you're making him, yeah you're making him this person that just like legitimately kills yeah and i understand that like when he was red hood like mm -hmm. before they found out it was actually jason todd i understood that he killed yeah but there was a reasoning for that there was no there was no confrontation with Batman for them to have the conversation of like, Hey, I understand that you're hurting. Yeah. Let's mend this relationship and let's fix the position that you're in before that red hood was just like, fuck everything. I'll fix Gotham myself. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, yeah. So I don't know, man, he's a murderer. I think he should be in the suicide squad. Honestly, I think it'd be good. Just let him rehabilitate that way. If anything, um, I do kind of want to change up, the way we normally talk about things. We usually say Tom King stuff for last, but I want to talk about Rorschach. Cause I want, I'm going to start off with this because 
I obviously I thought it was a good story, but there was a, just a sore thumb. Oh, I issue. I know exactly what it is. It took me out of the book. Right. I yeah. could not take it seriously. And I'm and let's just jump into it. Let's yeah. go into so, this. Obviously, since I am the the uh, you know Tom King fanboy here. Um, this book centers around, we're continuing the story of our detective trying to find out what's going on with this Warshak stuff. And we got more, uh, we got some really nice imagery with this particular book because he shows up to a house and Rorschach answers the fucking door. And you're just like, what the hell? Okay. And so we get, of course, a lot of flashbacks. That's what the story is. We get some nice, like, um, imagery of just the past. And Rorschach, we find out, is, I mean, at the end of the story, but like we find out during the story that this current Rorschach is Frank Miller. And I was just like, okay, so here's my thing. Here's my thing. This story, I think if you don't know a lot about comics, meaning you don't know who you Frank were Miller lost. is, you were yeah. lost. Well, I mean, if you just read this one issue, I think if you're reading all of Rorschach, I don't think you're lost. But sure. I think if you're a comic book, if you're not a comic book fan, you don't know about Frank Miller and you don't know about Tom King's love of Frank Miller, this probably doesn't phase you at all. Like it's probably nothing. But if you have that knowledge, this is very jarring. And this is like almost a cringeworthy, cringeworthy, like, hey, I'm a fanboy. I'm going to put you in my book. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, because like if if you've ever listened to Tom King, you will say he will he talks about Frank Miller and he always mentions like nothing's ever going to be better than Batman year one. Like he has literally said that before. And he was Multiple talking times. about how like people would be you would dream to have Frank Miller's career. You know what I mean? Essentially, because he's made two of the most iconic Batman stories of all time. He did Batman year one, and then he did the Dark Knight after years of campy Batman. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's imagine just changing and he up. he literally tells that story in this book. Time. No, yeah. in this book. Yeah. Because he, he, he doesn't say the word Batman just for the fact that that would just be too on the nose. Yeah. But here's the problem I had with this book. I'm reading it, right? You, you mm. get this whole flashback in this, like, sepia color this the sepia hue of a flashback right this is mm -hmm. the way that uh fornes has been doing all these flashbacks which was nice it looked really really good yeah. and all of a sudden you see this bald dude with this beard open this door my initial thought was why the fuck is frank miller in this book jokingly yeah and then literally in the below panels they call him mr miller yeah and i remembered they dropped the name Frank Miller mm -hmm. in the second issue. They dropped it in the last issue. Did they drop it in the last mm -hmm. issue also? Okay. So they, like... <sighs> so Frank Miller exists in the Watchmen universe. In the Watchmen universe, he yes. exists. And to the point that he is literally the same character, but without a DC property. Yeah. He is creating this pirate comic rewriting this Re pirate. he's yeah. essentially rewriting batman but batman in this universe is a pirate yes 
and just the same way oh it was a very campy pirate yeah. you know it was a ahoy mateys and like all this other stuff and then he describes it just the way that batman went from campy batman to dark batman this took me out of the book so much yeah i did not like it yeah and that's what i had to like uh, that's the one thing i definitely wanted to talk about and i had sent you this like two or three weeks ago I was like, have you read one? Like, have you read Rorschach seven? Because like, I guarantee you we'll talk about it for a while or we'll have stuff to talk about. And this is what I meant because yeah, it is, it is very jarring. If you have the inside knowledge, I think had I not known anything about Tom King, but I still knew Frank Miller, I'd be like, huh, that's interesting. But knowing that I, I know how much he loves Frank Miller. It just seems so jarring to me. It's an interesting like uh, comparison is this is like, you know, uh, Chris Hardwick, right? Yes. The guy who does the talking dead and all that shit. He they had asked him like multiple times, like, hey, you want to be a zombie on the show? And he was like, I will if I'm just in the background and you cannot see me like I'll totally do it. And I think he ended up doing it. I'm not too sure. But he said he never wanted to do it, like have a good camera shot, because if people recognize him, they would take him out of the show. And like, that's kind of what happens here. So like, if you have this inside knowledge, because Garrett, if nobody watches The Talking Dead or no, you don't know who Chris Hardwick is, you can put him anywhere and it wouldn't fucking matter. Yeah. But if you do watch The Talking Dead, you're a big fan of The Walking Dead, you watch the show and you're just like, oh, that's fucking Chris Hardwick. And you'd be like, oh, wait, that's weird. Like Chris Hardwick's in the, in the fucking this universe. Like, that's weird. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, that's kind of what happened here. The story itself taking the frank miller stuff out of it i enjoyed it because it was very conspiracy theory because you know what's even weirder about this whole situation though what he had to go to like he had to go to frank miller to do this yeah yeah because you cannot use somebody's likeness no you can't use anybody's likeness without their knowledge because there there has been huge huge financial like lawsuits yeah. on like small things like that and dc and marvel have wanted to avoid that stuff so they they keep those those gates up and they're like hey if you're gonna do this we need to have the conversation with them we need to know that they can't be compensated and blah blah, blah and do this and that yeah and like i don't know dude it just like i said it just feels very awkward and it seems like i, I don't we I kind of want to know what that conversation would like, but I kind of don't because mm -hmm. it would be one of those conversations that I would just have to listen to and not watch because I don't think I could watch it. Yeah. Of Tom King basically going to Frank Miller. He's like, hey, man, uh, I'm really big fan. You know, I'm a big fan. We've had many, many conversations. I want you to be a main character in my next Watchmen series. Yeah. Like, yeah, what? it's it's <laughs> very interesting. Um, but then again, I don't I don't think Frank Miller would probably care. You know what I mean? I know, but just like having to hear those words come out of your own mouth or yeah. to hear somebody say those words, it's just, it's very weird. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's just any interaction you'd probably have with meeting your favorite person. You know what I mean? That's so awesome. like, he's probably like, dude, I have this idea. You're probably going to hate it, you know, like, but I just want to throw it out there. You know what I mean? Like, it was probably a fanboy talking to Dude, his idol. When I first saw Frank Miller and I realized this is Frank Miller, I started to like think, are they going to kill Frank Miller in this book? Yeah, that would have been interesting. <laughs> and I was like, 
how could DC approve of something like that? Now, it doesn't happen. So, so yeah. you know, that's out the window. But they did kind of make him a little crazy, which if you listen to some of the stuff Frank Miller says nowadays, you're yeah. just like, okay. Or if you just read his writing. It fits. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, But I think this is also one of those things that I think Miller probably would enjoy because he writes such political shit nowadays granted it doesn't you know hit the mark uh <laughs> or it's just a way over the top For but sure. you know like him being a character that would be susceptible to listening to a random audio recording and hearing stuff in it i believe it you know what i mean they yeah. say every great writer is crazy we know freaking Morrison, aliens or some shit he's into. We yeah. know fucking uh, Moore worships a snake. Miller probably, he loves hookers and prostitutes is what his writing shows. Yeah. So, you know, it's everybody's got their vices, I guess, in these crazy worlds. But they're all <laughs> legends. They're all legends. And you know what? Sometimes maybe you got to be crazy to become a legend. Uh, so, yeah, I will say enjoyed the book but that was extremely jarring so i totally get it um but yeah i'm interested to see where it's going because again the interesting thing about this is what we're starting to see in this rorschach book is this has nothing to really do with rorschach but it's it's showing how one person's words can manipulate many yeah and that's huge and and it's just all about using an idol which if you wanted to you could kind of make this a religious thing on how people use religion to fucking make people do things. So that was uh, also true. Yeah. So it's very interesting because again, you know, people see Jesus in toast and in dogs' buttholes and shit. So like, you on know, Dorothea's and all yeah, sorts. Yeah, you know, it's insane. So um, there's a lot of depth there, but uh, yeah, the Frank Miller thing definitely took me out of it. Um, so moving on from that, uh, let's talk about Joker. I just read this today. What do you think? Same. About um, this Tynan writing is 10 times better than Batman. This Batman that we get in this book mm -hmm. is not the Batman that we're getting in his main title series. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say that. I still don't like some of the dialogue that he not, does. Not all the dialogue is great. But I will say the conversation with uh, internally with Gordon, the back and forth that he has with Batman, yeah. it's good. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really enjoyed this title, to be completely honest. Yeah, so I'm enjoying the story, but I will say I got annoyed with a couple things. So... Also, I got annoyed, too, because right when I opened this up, I was, of course, searching CBR to see if there was anything to talk about. That was general news. And they had a Joker number two, like, could do something, something, or could change something in three Jokers. I was like, look, nothing fucking Tynan could ever write could compare to fucking Jeff Johns level, okay? Like, don't even try to compare these two things. And the article was kind of stupid. It was like, oh, Gordon knows who this is, and in three Jokers... It makes it seem like he doesn't know. But at the end, Barbara says, stay out of my life, dad. 
And like they try to tie that shit. They're like, oh, so technically Joker 2 or Joker would happen before three Jokers. And like they're trying to like put all this shit together. No, because if you actually read the fucking story, Gordon says, oh, they're trying to figure out how long I've actually known. So it's supposed to tease that yeah. he's known all along. Yeah. So again, like I the, the person that wrote CVR is dumb. Not necessarily Tynan trying to tie it in. Like, I don't think Tynan yeah. was trying to tie this in at all. It's, no, just, it's, it's just a universal theory yeah. that Gordon has always known. For sure. And so he decided to finally put it out there into canon. Yeah. Like, that's what that is. Yeah. But it's kind of shit, in my opinion. The way he put it out to be all like this, this trump, trump card. card yeah. yeah. It, it, it could have been a lot better. It could have been a sure. lot better, yeah. um, especially with this whole thing. Like, oh, he's trying to decide whether I really want to kill him or not. I yeah. guess I'll, I'll guess I'll just pull this out. Yeah, Barbara. like Batman would care. He'd be like, okay, like, it would it would be totally different. It would be totally different if he said Bruce. Yeah, yeah, that would be different. But at the end, like, you know, I feel like sometimes he just knows that it's Bruce as well. And he just because that's always been the universal thing, right? And, like, and honestly, I can say that the mystery of it is what keeps their relationship interesting. Yeah. And it's like Joker's origin. You just don't know. And know? Tynan revealing it, although like, yes, it's something we already knew. It's not mm -hmm. something you have to say, just like Joker's origin. Yeah. Yeah, and Gordon did it, I mean, and Jeff Johns, I should say, did it very well with that relationship. In that whole book, you didn't know if Gordon knew about Batgirl, and at the very end, when there's this thing involving this maybe possible love interest with Jason, you know, he's a father, and he's like, I don't think you should get involved with that guy, and he's like, don't worry about me, Dad. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, shit, he knew the whole time. So, you know what I mean? But yeah. he was playing along, like, how's it going, Batgirl? Or, like, do you think Batgirl yeah. can handle this? You know what I mean? Like, that's the way you do things. You don't always have to fucking spell it out. But that wasn't my big thing. We also got to see, um, I don't know what they're going to call this chick. We got Lady Bane um, being created. Oh, uh, yeah, that, yeah. That was interesting. But the thing that I did not like about this book was the ending. I do not like that this person that hired Gordon is part of the fucking Court of Owls. Of course she of is. Course. Of course she is. We say this all the time. Who is Tynan learning from? Yeah, it's just so like, you're going to give me a billion new characters that I don't give a shit about in fucking Batman in your main run. And then when it comes to this Joker story, you're going to, uh, you know, I'm just going to go play the old bag of tricks and go into the Court of Owls because everybody's a part of the Court of Owls. And it's just like, ugh. no, because when people are like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to read a Joker comic. And then all of a sudden you hear on you hear on your favorite comic book website. Oh, did you hear the Court of Owls are back? Yeah. Oh, really? Where? Oh, in that Joker book. Oh, man, I guess I have to go buy it now. Yeah. And to just have them on one fucking panel. And I understand they're going to be later on, like a big part of the story. Yeah. But Tynan needs to step away from the shadow of Snyder. Yeah. And I think that's what's hurting him the most. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it, it, he shows he can write, he can write, especially in the Indies. Uh, that's not taking anything, you know, I doubt Snyder's helping him there. I would hope not, but 
for the most part, yeah, this is like, dude, just get out of daddy's shadow. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, that was essentially what Joker was. Um, I, I, I'm enjoying the story. Like, I think the story is good. I want to see Gordon kind of go on this manhunt and see this ultimate decision that he'll eventually make. But I think some things could have done a little bit better. And I just, I just don't give a shit about the court of owls. Like they're, they're kind of the Joker. They're kind of on the Joker boat. Like, I just want to see something different because you could have done so many other things. Also, I don't want to see league of assassins, which we're already getting that in Robin. So, you know, it's like, everybody, let's just play the same old fucking, like you, you can create a whole new gang. I was legit about to say that. Bring in a brand new criminal organization. Yeah. Bring your own stamp to it. Yeah. And I understand. I completely understand. There's 80 years of Batman. Mm -hmm. It's hard to come up with something new. Yeah. We still haven't seen anything from Clown Hunter. Yep. Like, play a little bit into that. Like, you know, the, the whole thing, like, the 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 clowns of gotham don't have a leader anymore yes bring something somebody new so that way hey maybe the joker can you know go full circle and come back to gotham and be like hey gotham's mine you son of a bitch you know bring something bring something to it man bringing in the court of owls is lazy in my mind yeah it would have been interesting like again i don't give a shit about clown hunter but it would have been interesting if Clown Hunter fucking took up the mantle and became a villain instead. Like, you know, he goes and he's like, I can either kill you here or you can work for me. Like, and then Joker comes back and then you have the battle. Like, hey, it makes the character worth it, though. Yeah, it makes him interesting, at least. Um, But yeah, because I mean, apparently he can kill a bunch of people, defeat Batman, do all this other crap. So... You might as well be able to run a criminal organization. Uh, but yeah, you know, again, Detective, I think, is better than... I mean, Joker is better than Batman right now for Tynan. Yeah. But, you know, it's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a very high bar. No, so it's not. It is what it is. But our final book of this is issue number one of Tom Taylor's... Is it called Batman Detective, right? It's the Batman Detective. The Detective, yeah. What did you think of this? This is very different. This is, I can see why he wanted it to be called uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. I could I could totally see why. I still don't know. This is very Tom Taylor. Yeah. This is, this is Tom Taylor's like Spider-Man trying to be Batman. Oh, I've never read that. So, uh, he he did a uh, a twelve issue series called uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man. Mm-hmm. You get like, because we all know, like it's it's no secret when Batman has his guard down, he is very friendly to children. Mm-hmm. He's cracked a smile once or twice. He's made he's reassured them all sorts of things. So with this moment with Squire in the beginning of the book and throughout this, throughout this book, throughout this issue, number one, you get a very friendly Batman. And I'm just like, that is Tom Taylor. Yeah. And I'm not sure I like it with the tone that it's trying to pass off as. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, cause you see a very different gentleman ghost 
in this first fight. Mm-hmm. And like the big joke about it is that Batman punched a ghost. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's a it's a joke that goes on throughout the entire issue. And I don't know, I I want to like it because I because it is Tom Taylor. But it is a little out there. Yeah, you know, sure. so I enjoyed the art for mm-hmm. sure. Um, the story, I feel like I need, I feel like I need maybe another two issues to really be invested or to know whether I'm invested or not. What it is, what I should say. Interesting. I didn't like the story. Um, there was nothing in it that interested me, to be honest. Um, I don't really care about this older Batman because, again, it's like it's the typical I'm an older Batman. Everybody's left me. There's nothing for me in Gotham. I'm slow. I have to think of new ways to catch people, you know, you know, um, the I will say the concept of the villains is interesting, like the detective part of like they're trying to kill everybody that Batman saved before. Like that was interesting. But for the most part, man, like. This was just one of those Tom Taylor stories that I was like, huh, this is not his best work. And that's kind of how I read it. Like, there's not really, I can't even really shit on the book or anything like that. I just didn't like it. It's just one of those where I read it, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. Like, it's just neutral for me. Yeah. But, like, and that's and that's what I mean by when I say this is Spider-Man trying to be Batman, mm-hmm. because you have those moments with Spider-Man that are very heartwarming there. It's, it's a very friendly book, Yeah. but then you do get those serious moments here. You get the serious moments. There's killing involved. They're wanting to legitimately murder people that Batman have saved. This is a very serious ordeal, but then you get those heartwarming moments. Or it's just like, you're giving me a beaten and a, a, a bruised and beaten Batman but you're wanting to also be very friendly with it. It's just like, it it doesn't go with the tone that you tried to sell me at. Yeah. So I can't follow it with just this one issue. There may be some certain beats throughout the series that I can enjoy, but you're really going to have to step it up if you're going to get me invested in the story. Yeah, for sure. Cause like, you know, his first Nightwing issue, I thought was great. So like, I'm just very curious. Um, and it's funny because we've always wanted him to write Batman, but yeah. you know, unfortunately, he did the older Batman thing, and yeah, I just don't think this one works. Like, I just again, I don't like I'm older. Everybody left me. Like, why does everybody got to write Batman so fucking dark and so depressing? Like, holy shit! Like, my anxiety is bad enough. Like, fucking give me something happy out of my favorite character. Um, <laughs> but it's like, give me some hope, shit. <laughs> but um for the most part yeah it is what it is like it is tom taylor i have you know maybe this will be one of the ones where he doesn't stick the start but he sticks the ending so you yeah. know hopefully it'll be reverse all of his other series so but next week we have catwoman 30 nightwing 79 and if you really want to we have batman Fortnite issue oh. zero I will or zero point zero point number one, but also, if you want, I'll let you borrow my login for it. Um, Batman Scooby Doo number one, uh, it's a digital first book that is out. We got that? Yeah. Oh, we yeah. did get the review copy. Yeah. Um, 
that came out last week and i'm good? i haven't read it yet oh, but okay. i sign up to i i subscribe to everything that's digital yeah so i bought it so nice. i'm gonna read it it yeah. looks like it involves multiple batman oh interesting. so like uh, let me actually look at it real quick. Um, advanced reviews, Scooby Doo. Uh, when I looked at it, I thought I saw like the Rainbow Batman in there. Oh God. Yeah. Um, I don't know, and I think I saw like the original costume of Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oh no, it's just all of his costumes. It, it, okay. Oh, it says here I've been robbed, and there he's is he hiring? The Scooby, the Scooby Gang. <laughs> uh, is this Tom Taylor's Batman? Oh man, <laughs> he needs help. He needs friends. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I'll I'll skim it. I'll check it out and see what's up. But um, yeah, I don't know. For, I mean, for the most part, this is just I feel like one of those off weeks for Batman. Yeah, um, but I mean, it does look like we are gonna have a pretty strong two weeks. Like I said, um, Nightwing is coming up next week. Yeah, um, we've been in, really enjoying Catwoman, so we will sure. have that. But the next week after that, we have uh, the uh, Detective Comics, which we have liked a lot more than uh, Batman. Oh yeah, and we have Robin number one and Teen Titans Academy number two. Yeah, some solid weeks, solid weeks. But what do you got coming up, Clay? So this week, I will go ahead and announce it. Well, not this week. Um, of course, I will have Comic Book Legion podcast. I have the Weird Science Marvel podcast. And of course, my Ranger Alliance podcast actually shared an episode last week. Um, not this coming Tuesday, but the Tuesday after that, I will actually have another show um, coming out called uh, DC Alliance. This is already an existing show um, on one of my other networks that I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the hosts actually had to step down uh, and they asked if I could uh, spare some time. Uh, to be on that show so i will be on that show from now on it's basically what we do here but instead of just talking about batman we talk about everything um in the dc universe so we'll talk about black adam uh when it comes to the movie news we'll talk about any of the dceu stuff uh so go check them out nice nice yeah i finally started uploading stuff on the gaming channel it's more of a just talking about gaming stuff so definitely go check that out of course been posting videos on the reaction channel uh monday through friday um taking the weekends off again but uh yeah everything's been pretty solid i feel like i'm getting a lot better um but you know there's still some good days and some bad days so things have just been improving day by day so i cannot complain but that is going to be it for this podcast ladies and gentlemen we kept it under an hour for you guys or about an hour so you know we gave you a jam-packed episode last week so (laughs) we're gonna save your time this week but as always ladies and gentlemen he is fanboy clay i am juice wayne and remember Batman is awesome. News Weekly.